0: Wonderfuls. Welcome to episode 311 of the podcast with my guest, Erica De La Cruz. I hope very much that you enjoy it uh, as much as I enjoyed recording it. It was a pleasure and a joy. I am going to keep it pretty short for the intro this week. I just thought I would take this opportunity if you are a new listener to the podcast, uh, if you are a recent subscriber, perhaps because of my move over to Max Fun, or even if you're just somebody who likes to be reminded about cool stuff. I uh, wanted to remind people that you can... Check out my little IFC series, Fortune Rookie, online. You can go to fortunerookie.net. You can also just Google IFC and Fortune Rookie and me or probably even just Janet and Fortune. And I'm guessing you will be able to find your way there to the eight episodes we have. You can binge them and you will be done, my friends, in about an hour's time. I feel that they are wonderful and I'm saying that not just as the creator star and writer co-writer I should say but also because uh we have such an extraordinary cast and crew and um listen, this is my first time saying it out loud, but I'm really going to try to gun for an Emmy for this puppy. So I'm going to try to start getting the word out again, just kind of spreading it around on the social medias. And, uh, I will be asking people to please share and reshare and, uh, talk up the show because there is a short form, uh, Emmy category. And, uh, I think it's, I think it's deserving and I feel a little shy saying that, but I'm really proud of it. So if you have not checked out fortune rookie, uh, check it out, tell everyone, you know, and, um, we'll see if we can't get this thing a, a little uh, statue of some kind <laughs> okay enjoy the episode Yeah, this is, I will say, I won't get into too much detail since I'm recording now about where I actually live, although it's probably really, it's probably like painfully easy to find me, which is very scary. But I have had a situation where like someone was delivering a pizza and they parked like pretty much out front of my house. Yeah. And then nothing, nothing, nothing. The pizza place calls and is like, listen, our guy cannot find you. He's like, and I go out and I'm like, well, his car is here. Oh and he my like God! went off walk. into the wilderness. Oh yeah, and <laughs> we had to go out and find him. Yeah, and it was like nighttime, and he was turned around, and he was like clammy with fear sweat when we See, found him. So I thought he yeah. was like,
1: hada, hada. I found. And then we the took the him numbers. back to his car, and he
0: was like, "Oh, so I was right in front of your house. Wow, that's the amazing. worst part is
1: when you gave me your street name specifically. I yeah. was like, okay, so I have the exact correct numbers, but right. I'm on the Freaking opposite side and street. So, anyway, and this is all. Pre- me. I mean, have you have <laughs> so you been in uh, in LA long? Like, have you? Uh, you... I've been in here. I've been in LA about three three and a half years. Okay, where so, were you before that? Ish San Diego. Okay, so I was in the broadcast market there. We were with Entercom Broadcasting, so radio, and then made the leap about three years ago. And lo- I mean, I, lo- I love it. My yeah. younger sister is from like has spent all her time on flatland no parking structures and she's dying she moved here a year ago and was like how do I do this? <laughs> How do people live like this? San Diego
0: is um a, a very navigatable city. Oh, it's my like God. a cute, yeah. smaller city. 100%. And I think I tend to think of a lot of it, unless you're like weaving through the park, as being more kind of a grid. Yes. Than, so
1: than with San Diego, areas. it's more laid out for you. It's yeah. like you're gonna take the five to Mexico eventually. Right. And along the right. five, there's everything All you hit accents. along. Exactly. Yeah. There's the Exit to North County, then La Jolla, then Pacific Beach, and then you've arrived at Old Town. Next yeah. stop, downtown. Exactly. Here, it's like, yeah, yeah, just shook up a salad and <laughs> find the carrots. That's right. That's have right. a nice life. They could be anywhere. They exactly. could be anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So. And you could
0: probably take a million ways to get there yet. Yeah. None of yeah the bar, particularly I know. Where are you from?
1: Ari- I'm from Arizona. Oh, okay. Perfect. Well, Flatland. So you can relate. Yeah. Yeah. Tucson is very much a
0: grid also. Yeah. And, uh, and it is, it's very like, there's a lot of numbered streets, Mm -hmm. a lot of like, well, if I'm at fourth Avenue, it follows that I'll probably find fifth pretty soon. Um, Did you grow up in San Diego or you were just there for, you started there for work? So I
1: was actually starting there. I started there for college. I grew up in middle of nowhere, still California. Um, Los Banos. It's Sure. Like you pass s- it on the five if you go. Oh to San girl.
0: Francisco. Yes. You know that? Okay. Yeah. So for anyone. What people say, like, oh, if you put the little <laughs> enye in if in there, t- it would be the bathrooms.
1: Well, exactly. The funny part is, like, total inside scoop, it the tilde, the enye yeah, is included. And during somewhere along the lines of high school, my time, there was a Big old petition and picket and all this stuff because they were removing it. Um, so some people felt very strongly about right, it, right? And anyway, and so what is
0: it? So what? It, what? Obviously, we say baño for bathroom, but does it mean like the restful the baths? area? Oh, the so, okay. so this is what Are happened. There, like, Settlers came, baths?
1: exactly. Nice. Settlers came to California, noticed there were hot springs, bathed, named Which it. Which is lovely, Los Which Baños. Lovely. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's above every single. Well, every single. Toilet in Mexico yeah. is Los Banos. And yeah. I'm like, I'm from the bathrooms. Yeah. And that's where I'm from. So <laughs> well,
0: listen, you own it, you're loud and proud. It's I enjoy that it's, listen, people think yeah. of hot springs as being a luxury. So totally. it, that's the irony, absolutely. And I will say also, my number one association with it is that <laughs> it is a pleasant area, yeah. whereas like Kettleman City and stuff that yeah, yeah. smells like cows being killed is, is yeah. awful. And so I always joke. I'm always like, why don't they have the name Los Banos? It is like, so funny. should be.
1: People it's pass it and they're like, oh, people don't live there. And I'm like, no, people live there. Yeah. I lived there. It's like this one-stop town. And it is pretty quaint, at least in comparison to what to what you're talking about, because right. I've been to those yeah, yeah. cities too. And so, yeah, no, I actually grew up there till, until college and then went to San Diego State and then from San Diego State got into broadcasting in the same market and then oh man just a whole bunch of whole bunch of fun <laughs> so, so, like spun out from there um so that was good but my whole background during college before sort of stepping into my well I don't know purpose or career was comic-con so that's all I knew of Hollywood oh, sure, was sure. like okay well this one summer every single year of college I get to intern for the YouTube space oh nice. and that was like my little dose of Hollywood every summer was, yeah, well, they're coming for Comic Con, so Boy, I gotta get ready. Ever. It just keeps getting bigger yeah. and bigger, yeah. And bigger Los trips. Angeles is like crickets every single June now, yeah, July, June, July, yeah, yeah, so. June
0: or July. They just it's usually one or the other. Did you, did you spend, did you guys come down to oh. LA or uh, go up to San Francisco or, or, yeah. uh, Sacramento?
1: We did, we like, you mean, while, like I as was... a family,
0: yeah, oh, like, yeah,
1: oh, yeah. so as a family, we, we. It's funny, we kind of bypassed L.A. and San Diego. We would either be in San Francisco, so I'm super familiar with San Fran, uh, or Mexico, (laughs) right over the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up going each place. I went abroad during college to a few different countries and then uh, came back. There's something, man, I don't know. There's such such a, like, you have to live in other places and really get it all in. And while I've traveled, spent a year or so in other places Coming back to California or New York. I love New York as well. Yeah. It's like the pace that I just tend to like. Uh-huh. And
0: you're, that felt when you went there for the first time where you're like, ah, this yeah. is like how I operate. Yes. This is the kind of level that I'm like the frequency of, yeah. that I'm. Yeah,
1: exactly. Or just a more like, you know, I don't know, with the, with media, you know, fashion, entertainment, anything like that. There's less hubs around Europe. But I mean, you can hit them like London. Munich has some good ones in Germany. But I'm like. Well, take me back to LA and then maybe I'll I'll vacay there. Right. Um, so yeah, so I grew up going to Northern California and then all the way south to Mexico, but it wasn't really until after high school that I'm like, oh, I'm a Southern California girl, which is another misnomer. People think that California is also the same, all so similar. Right. And growing up in Northern California, Whoa. I could tell you the difference yeah. between Northern so different and Southern California and ironically, I moved to SoCal and was like, "What have I been doing my whole life? I'm
0: I meant to be in Southern California, so
1: yeah." Thus, I found myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Did
0: you have? I'm gonna. I'm saying this because, and this sounds like it could be facetious, but I swear it's true. That if you stop at the. If you if you're on your because I make the trip all the time because I produce a comedy festival in San Francisco, in San Francisco yeah. so I'm, con, I'm I'm up and down on the five all the time or the five to the one o one if right. you go really the pretty way um, the pretty long way but the pretty long way <laughs> yeah it's like an extra it's it's a good extra like twenty 40? minutes if you're lucky yeah, there we go forty minutes if you're not and if it's trafficy <laughs> uh, but I do feel like I have gotten off uh, to get like snacks or like Starbucks or whatever at Los Fanos. People are so sweet. Yeah, like we're we're like, yeah, consistently not the same person. But like, you'll go and you'll be like, you're so they're so chatty. Like it's there's a there a conversation is had. Like it's playful. I'm blown away that you have. Have you been to the town? I've never been in the town. I'm just like like, even just the people. But but uh, but, yeah, but they're so chatty. I'll be like, where are you from? You you know where this is (laughs) like. Are you, you know, do you, are, do you, do you have to drive far in to come Mm -hmm. to like, you know, deal with all these like cranky people who are probably just want their coffee or whatever? A hundred
1: percent. Everyone's so sweet. It is a through town. And the thing I love about, like, there are setbacks, but the thing that I love about being sort of from that area is that they really appreciate things that are overlooked. Like there's so many passer throughs that everyone wants to know where you're from or where you're going and. It's kind of exciting yeah. to like have that. A friend of mine um in Los Banos, which, like, if you're not familiar, there's one high school to populate the whole city. Yeah. It's not a big town. My girlfriend from high school married Rob Deardick, and so she brought him one night oh my God. to celebrity. Oh my God, you have no idea. Let's just say from that, uh, but there was nothing terrible and at the same token she actually just goes to visit alone now right. has her parents come and visit in LA because right. there were lines outside the restaurant to see him Aww. sort of eating dinner which is so sweet it's so sweet it's, <laughs> it's hard though it's true because yeah. there,
0: I think there is a lot of like I would just kind of witness that at, at sketch fest and I witnessed that I think was it at- recent? that's awesome mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah the, and 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 it's it's it is a thing where you know you sort of have this person that you know you know that you know from something that has nothing to do with your own personal life and then you have this experience where like they're coming into contact with your personal <laughs> life and it's very surreal yep. and if you're not used to that you you want to be a part of that you want to feel totally. like you're having the experience of like oh this was when this this thing from t- TV yeah. or this thing from movies or this thing from yeah. sports or whatever crossed over. When is that going to happen again? Right. So you want it to be meaningful and you want it to have an experience. But unfortunately there are other people who also feel that way. And the next thing, you know, and there's then like there's 50 people going like, Hey Tom moment.
1: Hanks, take your picture with me. I know. I feel, I know exactly. you. There's this connection yeah. of like, I mean, in L.A. all the time, it's like, oh, have I met that person? And then they're like, no, really, though, have I seen them just on a billboard, essentially? (laughs) Which is, yeah, everyone wants that moment of like, oh, I've seen you places, you mean something to my life. And I always am faced with that conundrum of how special is it? And at the same token, shoot, there's so many. There's so many. What is the person on the other side supposed to do? And that's why I have so much compassion for for this the people that are criticized for not sticking around for the fans because how many days a week maybe there's one off day where you don't really want to stick around to sign the autographs or take the photos and they get such a they get so much heat for it and I'm like well if that's your life, like, please go lay down, go pee, go do something right, like, right, go figure yeah. it out. Did you geek out over anyone specific at Sketchfest? Did I? Well, let's see.
0: Uh, because I've been doing it so long, there are a lot of people who come back year after okay. year. Um, so you got
1: that out of your system with that, with those But people. there are still
0: people who come through where I'm like, oh, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And for, and this year for me... Uh, it was the actress Hope Davis. I just love her, yeah. love her, love her. And she's like so much more of a kind of indie actress that, um, uh, and she lives in New York that she's just not someone that I would have crossed paths with crossed path with as normally. And, and, uh, and she's not really in the comedy world. So mm-hmm. for me, that was a big, and then I yeah. totally did the thing where it was like, I was like, I really want to meet her and I'm excited to, to say hi and stuff, but I don't. Like I, I, I almost don't want to because right. wh- sh- sh- How is she gonna? What are we gonna immediately become friends? 100%. Like maybe sometimes that does happen. Sometimes you just like spark with someone yeah. and you find out you have something in common, and a brief meeting turns into like a correspondence or a friendship but I just could, I just felt it. I yeah. felt myself being like, I'm going to like freeze up. Totally. I'm not going to know what to say. I was like combing through her IMDb. What like, have am we work
1: with the same person? I going to do? Is there somebody know. that I know that she knows? Like, where is, is give the talking point? Yeah. Oh my God. That's my And I life. didn't have one. My whole my life, life is research on commonalities that I'll bring up later in the interviews or the carpet or yeah. whatever, whoever I'm meeting, I'm like, okay, what's the crossover? What can I like actually speak authentically about? Not right. necessarily like yeah. Where oh my God. So rumor has it, you had lip injections and nobody right, wants to right. I mean at least I don't right. want to talk about
0: that. No, and if so. it's all and and also if it's always the same questions, yeah. That, no. Again, it kind of falls to what we were talking about before, which is uh, there's a reason for that, and of course you want to promote your thing or you, you know, every you worked with this one person that everyone yeah. loves and everyone wants to yeah. know what it's like to work with so and so. But it's also hard to keep your answers original if Absolutely. you keep getting sick. So if you can find something that's a little mugget that's like, hey yeah. Let me mm-hmm. like here, let's be two people really having a conversation here. Right. That's better for everyone. Like they're yeah. going to be grateful for it. You're going to be excited because yeah. it's going to feel more authentic. The whole it's thing. It's
1: crazy that you bring that up because that goes back to so many people might go in the world, like the population, society, whoever is uh, on their computer screens are Googling and enjoying that like same question, like what was it like to work with James Cameron However, the person who answers it 8 million times, I'm not sure how they're feeling. So sometimes I'm like, I hope there's a literacy that they have to know that when in the 8 millionth question, all different audiences, all different distribution, it'll help you in the long run. Yeah. Just remember when you're saying for the 8 millionth time, what it was like to work with some director. Right, right. That it's the weirdly the formulas does land and the best interviews I've ever been in are when they sort of light up or are taken or caught off guard because you're asking them something that nobody's even cared to ever ask. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah.
0: This is, a, by the way, a, a kind of question that I hate being asked because I cannot <laughs> ever remember anything on the fly. So I'm going to ask it and you can totally give oh my god. answer which would be like I can't think of anyone off the cuff oh god. but if for some reason recently you've had someone where you can kind of remember what yeah. that was like you're yeah, yeah. like well I remember one time I asked I had churned butter uh totally. in Amish town one time yeah, and yeah. I knew that you know what I mean a
1: hundred percent you mean like who, who like have I've you had, had one
0: recently where you've yeah. been like oh my god I totally connect with this person on a real level because of this one weird question I
1: asked it is so crazy but I actually have that. And it's only in the forefront of my mind. Oh, good. Yeah. Because recently I got an email. It was, this is so nuts, right? But I got an email from this person who knew me for like a week, sometime in the beginning of college, who still follows along with what I'm up to. And there were two photos side by side in my email. I literally bet I have it. And one was of a Sue talk I gave. It's a, um, like a female version of a Ted talk in California. Mm. So it's a Sue talk. So I gave that and then it was right next to Sir Patrick Stewart, um, the actor. And in both images, I am giving the Star Trek sign like straight up. So like, you know, you put your two, four fingers together with your thumb out and, I've never watched Star Trek. I have no idea why it is that I revert to that. But somewhere in my lifetime, I just started doing it when I feel like, oh, oh, shucks. Uh Like my little (laughs) nerdy, I'm trying to, I just associate it with like nerd, dumb, and being humble or something. So he says, he writes me and says like, hey, what are the odds? I've been watching you do this since college. Something that I was not aware of. And looks like you finally met the captain. And I'm like, who's, <laughs> who's the captain? Oh, no. And that was Sir Patrick Stewart. Apparently he was the captain. I've never seen Star <laughs> Trek. But to come full circle, he was my very first interview. I've pivoted inside of my uh, interview f- freedom, sort of my moderating. And like the contracts I sign now, they have to include um, creative freedom for my questioning. And it's all based in, authenticity, insecurities, vulnerabilities, and if time allots, them being able to ask these celebrities, whoever we're interviewing, about the things that they're not really often asked. So I asked him um, what his deepest insecurities were and then like what it is that he wants to die. Like if he were on his deathbed and he is so um, smart and his intellect is on point. And for a man of, of that age, you're not always sure. I love Alan Arkin to death. He sometimes had to take it a little slower. Sir Patrick Stewart literally immediately says, I so appreciate this vulnerability. This is fantastic because on these carpets, you, you are so tempted to want to say something more in depth, but all you get asked about is the film you're promoting and that struck me and i go okay he's ready yeah and he just got so deep for they basically his publicist pulled him off the carpet because <laughs> he was talking about empathy and how we need to be in each other's shoes and uh, you know if you were on his deathbed he would want his family and the world knowing that because no one's going to get along if they don't understand what it's like for another person and that's the benefit as actors that you get is yeah. You get to sometimes explore exactly what it's like in a specific person's right. shoes, and he wishes he could bring that to the world so oh man talk about igniting which also is like an
0: amazing thing for the person who plays professor x (laughs) to say because in the x-men of course he has this like psychic empathy where he really can feel all of these deep feelings oh my god yeah i have never so he probably learned that i mean there was a a sense of that overwhelming term for me right now Uh, wow he's he's amazing i will say he is sharp as a tack and he is uh he did outside lands which is another festival that my my sketch fest partners I'm and familiar. i help uh, help produce the comedy tent for and we had the improvised shakespeare company come and these guys were yeah. improvising shakespeare which already is like, <laughs> if you're Good not luck. if you don't practice Here that every day i don't know how you do it at all yeah and he's a fan of theirs and, and became a friend of theirs and Amazing. he showed up and did a surprise appearance <gasps> and improvised comedy Stop. with these guys Oh my god! off the cuff oh, yeah. like oh you wow know, Oh, but yeah. for the I forswear that da da da, 100%. and you're like, what is happening? And right so many now?
1: people don't know, when they're watching him on X Men or, or Star Trek or whatever they're sort of watching. Is that he got to start in the UK with strictly Shakespeare in the theater? That's where he did. He like basically killed it, for lack of a better word. And the Queen was like, this guy's killing it, and he's bringing Shakespeare like back to life. And so he, I'll never forget, we we're also talking about being knighted and that's when in his mailbox he like attributes that to his work doing Shakespeare, which oh, I'm not surprised about yeah because he's like that's I great. became royalty. And it was because of some man I'll never meet, but I thank him. Yeah. So that's beautiful. What a class
0: act. What a great example! You really did. You had someone ready to go. That's incredible. Boom. Yeah.
1: Where is that house? I want to
0: watch that. Oh, uh, I want to watch uh, uh, that. Empire Shakespeare. Yeah. Or it, you know they do shows at Largo okay. up here. Um, that's the last place I know of them having done a show. And did anyone um, film?
1: uh the one of him yeah up there? i don't think so oh man I, I think it was
0: like he probably didn't want it to you know probably was one of those things too where it was yeah. like this is gonna be surprised totally and if you're there you're there and if you miss it you miss it and exactly not it like goes.
1: this i mean there's been some staged ones lately yeah oh like, sure sure gaga like, and it happened to be caught on a hundred percent it yeah. was like someone caught the entire thing from their camera and it was so unpredictable that you know, yeah Yeah. You're like, wink, wink. That's the award season campaigning, which... Sure. Yeah.
0: Okay, we're going to take a break. I will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at Maximum Fun. Unless you're able to discuss the semiotics of direwolves and Game of Thrones, Inside Pop is definitely not for you. Sean, that's a little extreme
1: and also not quite true.
0: Okay Amita, how about Inside Pop is the podcast for people who love and appreciate the best pop culture has to offer.
1: Much better.
0: In every episode, we interview the people who create the culture you crave. Past interviews include Luke Cage showrunner Cheo Haddari Coker, the music supervisor of The Florida Project, and Mudbound director Dee Rees. You'll also get the very best pop culture recommendations in our Big Cell segment. Plus the opinions of two TV producers who are pop culture obsessives and actually do care a lot about direwolves. Which, of course, symbolize our inability to truly connect with the natural world without ultimately destroying it and in the process destroying ourselves. (laughs) Listen to Inside Pop every other Wednesday on the Maximum Fun Podcast Network. Do you feel like, did, is there, because you obviously have, I mean, part of, of, of what uh, has made you successful at what you do is this ability to kind of take the, to be able to look at something as a product or as a, yeah. as a career, as a mindset that um, is sort of for, for people who don't feel comfortable with it, you could consider it a necessary evil, although that doesn't necessarily help you yeah. along because then you're going to resent it. Totally. But to have that understanding of that side of things, but still bring in the kind of real spontaneous yes. joy and all that kind of stuff, yeah. did, was that something that you feel like you brought in with you from, from, you're just the kind of the person that you are your whole life or was that something that you learned along the way through now, kind of
1: transitioning? I honestly feel like that's such a good, great question because I am so about sharing vulnerably and truthfully, and that being the access to real connection and leadership. And at the same token, yeah, I'm so aware of personal branding, commoditizing your passions and like generating revenue from them. I'm so passionate about that part. And the perfect blend is, is building a business or a voice that's going to be sharp enough to reach millions. If you're just on the passion front, maybe you're going to, you'll live fulfilled, but I don't know the reach or the revenue might not be might not match, or if you're in on the other you know side of the pendulum, then you might not be passionate, but you might be generating a ton of revenue or have a huge audience so I think what happened was I sort of experienced i wasn't aware of any of this until until the economy sort of crashed in two thousand and nine where my we never talk like society doesn't even talk about this. There was, what was that film with Christian Bale and uh, Steve Carell? There were like four men, like the big short, the big short. Yeah. Yeah. They talked about the stock side. And I think there was one scene where they go visit San Jose, California, and someone's losing their home. And I will never forget sitting in the theater. And my fiance is like, sweetheart, are you all right? He's like an Aussie Australian. Mm -hmm. I go, yeah, just, yeah, just please don't talk to me. I just, need to hold this back. Because I saw this little, you know, little strip on a worldwide film that I that spoke to me, which Mm -hmm. was in the economy crash, we lost our house Mm -hmm. around that same area. And what ended up happening to me personally was I was back from my first year of college. God bless my parents, they did not want to tell me to let me know that, you know, the business had closed, which we had that business for 26 years in Los Banos. What was the R- business? Las Margaritas. So okay. it was a restaurant oh, sure, sure. for yeah. 30 years. Yeah. It was right on the strip. Yeah. And um, so those are the first things they started hiding. My, they had this plan, but you know, my, you can't really account for mental health. And my dad got really depressed. Yeah. And so he wasn't able to go get that insurance license that they planned for. So my mom started serving around town and you know it's a small town so everyone knows that she's waitressing except me and so I get back with girlfriends this is like oh my god it's like worst case scenario with girlfriends who I planned to invite to stay over for a little bit of the summer at my house and there's just like chains across the front doors oh my god I can't believe this is how you found out it was so nuts and so it was like can't write it crazy yeah. did
0: they not know you
1: were gone huh? so what happened did you was just think, well, they, it's,
0: it's my house it's going to be there like they'll right. find i'll
1: surprise them a hundred percent so they the communication got fuzzy um my mom didn't know that there was physical chains on the door even though she was staying with a friend and she just didn't want to worry me because she knew 100 this they're not going to take our house Great. she designed it she built it oh, it god. was her whole life and oh god What ended up happening was the, that week they took it. And so we had like 11 hours to clean everything out and well, it's nuts because this was like something that like it, it, it's shocking and it hurts, but more what, so more what came from it was me being like, okay, here we go. This is adulthood. Like some people don't really find that moment for years and years. And I was like, this is happening And my mom actually retreated from, this gets even more crazy, from society uh, within the next month or so. Materialism, she's voluntarily homeless to this day. And it's been about seven or eight years. And I never understood it. And now, like, every time I chat about the subject, there's stuff that sometimes people don't want to ask or bring up. And by all means, but she is a part of the homeless community even today. But basically, I was like, okay, how do I get back to college? Had to throw so much together so resourcefully that I got myself back there. And basically, that is when I found, that is when I found this, okay, have to generate revenue, have to hustle and work and do all of this stuff. And then I thought that I had to be these weird versions of the stuff I was trying to become. And then in that Sue talk, I mentioned, I actually shared for the first time, after about six years, what had happened. And what opened up for me then was, oh my God, I can just, you're kidding me. I can be myself this whole time. And it started landing. And I'm like, you know what? That means a bunch of celebrities on a bunch of red carpets on a bunch of interviews at a bunch of events have had shit happen to them that would probably land with an audience so much more deeply than asking about their film. So- Yeah. So I went from the hardcore entrepreneurship to how can we all share more vulnerably? And that was like how the balance came to be. Yeah. 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 Crazy.
0: What were you? So you you, just let me because I do want to dig into this a a little bit more. Totally. Um, uh, it also happened right around the kind of, you know, post college, like yeah. teen, teen, late teens, early 20s. Um, what in within your community and within that one high school, uh, was it a situation where there even were there even a bunch of feeder schools that fed into the high school, or did you kind of go to school with the same people? No, you know, whole, all I the mean, way through?
1: we not only went to school with the same people, but when people see these small towns, whether it be in California, the Midwest. What they don't understand is how similar the culture of a small town is to like a gossip girl that you would watch. And what happens is, yes, I grew up, grew up, went to school with, still know some of the same exact people and everyone knew everything. And you were either totally agricultured out, it's big Aggie culture in Central Valley, or You were kind of in that mainstream going to galas, traveling to San Francisco, which was considered, you know, two hours away and awesome. We were, unfortunately or not, in that space. And so what my mom ended up having to lose was a lot heftier because she all of a sudden didn't fit in with those same crowds. And yes, 100%. That's like the same people. It's not like an LA where maybe anonymity kind of exists. It's like... Everyone knows everything. Neighborhood's coming to help you clean out your stuff. Yeah. So it was fascinating. I actually didn't go back to the town till probably three, four years later. And the friends that I have that I grew up with are to this day, the my book is literally in the front cover. It's dedicated to those three family members, I call them. Because, Wonderful. I mean, we grew up together and yeah. I thought like, well, if your moms are not, cool with my mom anymore what's gonna happen to us and what shut what showed up was they were so like nothing's happening to us we're you know we're going to Santa Cruz next weekend and we're st- we're all still going you're gonna have the exact life and everything that we're still doing so let's figure out how to do that and mm-hmm. I like it didn't it's almost like I didn't miss a beat because they were like no you know what you're committed to you're gonna be fine and I'm like I know what I'm committed to. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> and I just like reprogrammed. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and two,
0: it sounds like because things were so hectic, you know, your parents were go- each going through their own heavy shit uh, yeah. surrounding all of this. Yes. It's hard to show up as a parent. And that doesn't mean that they're bad people. And it doesn't mean, yeah. but in those times of crisis, it's hard. Oh, it's God. So to have your totally. other, your girlfriends who are like, yeah. we're, we're still here. Here's a foundation. And you've yes. known us your whole life. Mm-hmm. So you even, you know, so we'll be your parents for a hot
1: minute. Oh, Oh my god you know to this m- as
0: you learn to parent yourself and you know, <laughs> I parent your parents and all that stuff oh
1: my god janet that's amazing because we have an inside joke that's like um hey mom look what i did this week yeah. which is when we're sharing achievements or whatever it's hey mom this is what i did this week because even though you're you know you're 19 years old you're an adult according to society it does feel like this loss when you lose communication or contact with a parent it doesn't matter how old you are it's very unsettling it's It's just a strange feeling yeah yeah and eventually my dad eventually very quickly after actually it was just the ships crossed they didn't meet he actually came to and um totally restarted his life he's i'm so he's one of my best friends and that's interesting to say about a father they didn't reconvene or meet but he he just transformed everything um, I had a younger sister who during all this, like ran away, crazy rebellious and got, he got her back. So it all fell in the line, but I'm t- when I say I can't write this, it's so, I, I literally arrived back at college in August. We packed up my mo- mom and I, all of our things in June, hadn't really heard from her for a few months. And then somewhere around Christmas is when things kind of started falling back into place uh, at least with my dad coming to and um yeah with depression he was drinking a bit got jaundice which is a perfect gift to stop wake up call exactly and so it was just it's just the ship's passing theory is I'm so of the belief which means it was meant to happen I could not have oh my gosh all even the book that I put out the instructions are hey you've built something huge because I it's a compilation book of 30 women who have built businesses, companies, um, some have like an online digital platform or brand. And the rules are, write anything you want in your chapter as long as you can't Google it and it's nowhere to be found on your Instagram feed. Oh, that's feeds. great! That's so great. It's like, what don't people know that they probably need to hear?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So it sort of all stemmed from that. Yeah. What does yeah. Sue
0: stand for? I'm embarrassed that I don't know. No, since Ted um, stands Sue for something. is.
1: Oh my God! I hope I hope Connected Women of Influence isn't isn't <laughs> watching because this was about four or five years ago now, so it's successful. Successful, Unstoppable, Empowered Women. Got it. So Sue Talk rather nice. than, and they don't, uh, it is all female. So yeah. it's sort of like that, not rival, but supplement to the TEDx was a Sue Talk. So, sure. Um, it still goes on, I think, in LA and Orange County twice a year. So they'll film them. And um, yeah, it's, it's similar to a TED where you just sort of share a lesson you've learned or a piece of your life, but it's like a fragment of your life. It's Mm. not necessarily like this has been my career trajectory and this is what I've learned. Right. It's a little bit more poetic. They have you come in and practice um, and approve. They approve everything. And it's not like, hey, these are speakers come and enjoy it. Yeah. So, I enjoyed that as you can relate because it's more uh, artistic. Right, right.
0: Did, how, did they approach you did, or was that something you knew that you would benefit That's... from and that you liked the idea of being a part of because it was exciting?
1: Okay, what's crazy is that we uh sort of a combination. I was leaving Entercom broadcasting. Um I was a marketing director there and on air and then when more music mornings happened, less on air, which meant less things that I were pa- was passionate about. So, I was transitioning out of the marketing department and I knew I was going to be moving to LA in the next year to start just personal brand stuff, uh, a lot more hosting and, and television. And so there were a handful of groups I decided to like email and see how we could work together. And I had no idea about the Sue Talks. So I was actually um, in communication with one of the women. I went to one of their potential membership summits. And what ended up happening is that I was a um, I was a lot younger than the demographic. and for whatever reason, they just saw something in me to be able to translate, to like a wider demo of boss babes and things like that. And then <laughs> this, is, this is all this so much of this, of course, is like right. because I'm not in the marketing world, I'm like,
0: well, you're really dropping a lot of terms here. I'm that I, uh, terms. I'm not sure why you- but I, mean, I kind of know what some of them yeah. mean. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, so yeah. So one day they called me False up babes, and they were come. like, hey, this is shorter note. It was shorter notice, but they're like, we want to add you to our lineup. And Like, what do you think? So I said yes, and that's how it happened. And since um, some of the passionistas from the book, I've really just uh, like owned it. So they've even given Sue Talks just through referral because, and they opened up in LA with using, I should say using a lot of the audience from my annual event. They just hopped on as sponsors. So we've done a lot more than I ever expected together off a cold email to make sure that I was connecting with the people I needed to when I was transitioning from the corporate to the more creative world and yeah. entrepreneurial world. So it's not just doing your art. It's also making a living. Yeah. Doing yeah. your art. So.
0: What, um, and so th- that you said that they kind of approve of things and stuff like that. Did you, but you also said that you, hadn't talked about it uh, until then. So was, yeah. what was that decision like oh where you God. sort of went, you know what, like, did you yeah. have that sort of gut feeling of like, I think I might need to talk about this, but am I crazy mm, or?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like you have no idea. This is so nuts. I haven't thought about this in, well, I haven't, this is the first time I'm really thinking about how that happened. I showed up to the first practice, gave a cookie cutter speech like said, I think the only sentence I really weaved in was, oh, I went through a pretty traumatic experience around 19 that shifted my perspective, maybe a couple of lines. Blah, blah, blah. And they were like, hold on. A hundred percent. Afterwards, like came, hold on. Yeah. Exactly. And that's like, so it was the biggest lesson I've ever learned in my life. I would have like played in my safe zone. It's important to take feedback from the people around you and you don't need to take it all. but. There is, there are some things that someone will see in you, whether it's a gift or like a a line in your speech that are like, I just feel called to tell you, you know, do more of that. And so what they said was like, we know there's more inside of you. And they basically just, there were such a lovely group of women. They asked what that was about those Mm -hmm. three lines. Mm -hmm. And then when I told them, this was while we were planning for my speech. When I told them just about that, they said, that's your speech. We want you to wipe the rest of it completely. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 that's just something I went through. And they're like, that's your speech. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, no, no, no. Like, this is so embarrassing. And it's it goes further, which I actually get into in the talk. My Oh, my God, this is so nuts. My things were sold to the state. And in turn whoever purchased them then started selling them across the state at swap meets and flea markets. And so like I would get weird ass faith. Am I allowed to say ass? Absolutely. Ooh, ass. Hundred I would get weird Facebook messages like, Hey girl, is this you? Question mark. And it's like my, I'd like to say another word, you my may. fucking photo in a frame. Oh my God obviously I'm not for sale so it's the damn frame oh my god and we like I love that our culture is so like storage wars cool what they don't get is like the storage units came from a family that probably lost everything absolutely so that was an even weirder part of my college experience (laughs) was getting all these messages about like is this your dining room and I only know it because you guys painted this in the corner. And I'm like, yep, that's mine. Um, So they just, the ladies really encouraged me to share in depth all of that. And I ended up sharing it. And then I was like, whoa. And it was such a weight off because I kept thinking, oh, what's going to land with the world? Like, how do I need to position myself? While there's branding points to be taken from anyone, like as a person, if you want to be yourself for a living, if you will, they should always start with your truth. I get that now because I was just trying to throw some out and avoiding speaking truthfully about anything till they were like, Girl, you're not t- like all that marketing, take that out. Yeah. Like just tell us what happened. So yeah. That's how they kind of um ripped me a new one. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's... In a great way. In a great in a, way. In a great yeah. way. You're the only person I know that this has happened to. And really and and, and, wow. and by the way. I know what's happened to many, and I and I also know that. And then there's like a bunch of other million crazy yeah. things that have only happened to one person. You know what I'm saying? Like totally. a lot of us, a, a lot of us have that one thing yeah. that no one else knows anyone like us. Where exactly. Like, oh, I didn't lose my f- brother to totally. AIDS. You know, like a one of my wonderful guests. Mm-hmm. You know, you sort of have these smack in the face moments where you're like, holy shit, oh that's yours. God. That's yeah, yours. Yeah. Mine's this, but yours is wow. I don't yeah. know. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Totally. And so I think, especially for someone at that age right which is such a like a, a precarious age You're, of like i'm just i've left the small town i've come into this blooming. new city who am i what am i and so identity yeah. is such a huge piece of being that age identity is huge and i think mm-hmm. it's it, it would be a complete identity fuck if your house burned to the ground totally but all your stuff would be gone gone <laughs> like it's gone it's erased yeah versus your identity has somehow been taken away from you and then resold so to is uh, the whoever, crazy you know? It's so
1: fascinating. It's nice to hear that because sometimes I think, oh, I'm not doing enough work because I haven't found other people like me. However, I do believe that it's so freaking rare and crazy that, no, I just, I, I just, there's not many, and I'd love to meet more that where something similar has at least occurred. I remember in college, even trying to find support groups, one of my family members said like, hey, you should probably go to therapy. And I'm like, all right. So I went to the <laughs> school campus. I got my little therapy appointment. And I remember them having to like, tell me like, hey, we're going to check in with our supervisors, see if they there's any groups that exists, exist. And they, they did, they talk about teamwork it also led me to believe I was a little bit alone because right, right. a team of like five like, people. We don't know
0: how to handle exactly yeah. this. They
1: eventually sent me to something called Al-Anon, which sure. I wasn't familiar with until then. But it's yeah. like family members of um, of loved ones who who suffer from addiction. Yes. And it it just, I remember sitting in the meetings and I tried. I tried like five of them and it just didn't hit me the same as like, going off to homelessness, not having a phone and five years happening in terms of my mother's stuff. And so similarly, even now I'm like, well, who does like, has anyone, where are all these other families whose things are being sold? It's so crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I
0: wonder if it is, uh, you know, it's interesting because there are so many different things that i'm so proud of our culture for taking on yeah um some people reluctantly some people are leading the force some people are you know <laughs> dragging their feet some people are like no 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 no, no we're not yeah. talking about this we're not talking about this yeah and there are a lot of things and and organizations that have been created for these very specific stuff as yeah. people kind of come together um but i think that it, to, to me just speaking out the cuff it feels like uh it's a pretty it's a it's a pretty good guess that if it's not being talked about it's because it's shame based right so Interesting. if there's a sh- there may be a, a type of shame that is keeping people insulated mm-hmm. from sharing that experience oh, yeah. that they don't necessarily need to feel anymore or have the luxury of not feeling anymore yeah. if they feel if they suffer from overeating or if their wow. dad is an alcoholic or if their mom died of cancer mm-hmm. like there may not be the same kind there it may and not because totally. one deserves more or less shame at all yeah yeah no not at all I got it there may be sort of a we don't talk about that that was a really dark place in our lives and we got through it but we don't need to be talking about how the picture frame was online yeah that's not
1: yeah as we speak I am gaining a new layer of understanding I am totally gaining this new little tool to put in the toolbox of understanding (laughs) my life thank you you're right it's this now that I'm really connecting with it Shame-based makes total sense because, I mean, my own family is like, hey, like losing everything is sad or it's, you know, you did something wrong or you failed some way to lose your business or to lose your house that I don't doubt that, like, who wants to put that on a megaphone? And I went through and continue. I, I mean, I have to live my own truth. And when I gave that Sue talk, oh, my gosh, you better believe that, um there was some family, I mean, some family members saw it and including my dad. And he's like, Oh, that was good. That was good. But, uh, you know, do you really have, uh, I don't know, huh? Just, it, I know. It's hard when it's fashion. like, it's his
0: story too. 100%. And he, you know, how does, when do we make the decision to tell the story yeah. of ourselves and the ripple effect of, right. well, I'm also telling my mom's story. I'm also telling my dad's story. Right. I'm telling the story <sighs> of this person who hurt me. I'm da yeah. da You know, whatever that looks totally. like, it's hard. It's you a hard know, decision.
1: It's the same. T- it's crazy. It's like my mom, you know, well, you didn't put in there that I didn't have access to any cell phones. And I'm like, mom, no, don't worry. Like, you were the bravest person. You're the reason I even went to college. I didn't know at the time because they weren't really sharing a lot. She got, I mean, I went to San Diego for college because she was applying sort of, it's not necessarily in secret as much as it was, she was doing what she had to do for all these financial aid scholarships and programs and grants that I found out about when I tried to go back to this for the second year. So she's the whole reason that happened. She held it together forever. And, you know, After a talk like that, to hear, well, you didn't tell everyone that I didn't have a phone is you have to wrestle with, like, okay, uh, okay, but don't worry, like, that narrative is fine. And I'm so, like, trying to perpetuate in my life and day to day that it's my experiences, my art, like, I need to share this how it occurs for me. And it's also really hard because I'm like, well, I want to please everyone, and I can't go into five different storylines. Right, right, so right. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: Oh, oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. <sighs> There's nothing quite like sailing in the calm international waters on my ship, the SS Biopic.
1: The vast! It's actually pronounced... Biopic.
0: No, you dingus! It's biopic! Who the
1: hell says that? It's biopic!
0: Because it's of the, the words for bi- biography and picture! If you Alright, that is enough! Ahoy! I'm Dave Holmes. I'm the host of the newly rebooted podcast, formerly known as International Waters, designed to resolve petty but persistent arguments like this. How? by pitting two teams of opinionated comedians against each other with trivia and improv games, of course. Winner takes home the right to be right. What podcast be this? It's called Troubled Waters, where we disagree to disagree. We just talked about not telling someone else's story, but I'm I'm only asking this, I want to move on from this, but I'm asking... I'm trying to like imagine our listeners and kind of what you know yeah. they're gonna wish I had said. So just right. to kind of button up um, your mom's experience was for her was it sort of uh, watching everything kind of stripped away and then realizing like I don't want yes. to I don't want to need those things and I don't want to risk that happening again or yeah you know, I saw what that did to like is mm-hmm. that are those kind of
1: absolutely her her. and when we reconnected about 3 years ago now we have had such a like beautiful roller coaster though but a beautiful relationship in terms of she like enjoys that i'm sort of sharing in a way that is um anyway she's she's aware of it like she you know she's online a lot in her public library she says and so when i mention her like maybe i mentioned her in a video she's like oh i saw that and So she is, it's not like she's living in the dark and I'm really telling her story. Um, And yes, so she, beautiful, strong, wonderful woman who still to this day says that she is gathering data in the homeless community. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we'll see. She says there's this book and there's this book that she's gathering data for to observe the homeless community. And what happened and resulted was We grew up so like upper middle class. She was so proud, I guess you could say, of her. uh, She and my dad created the restaurant. They moved to two separate locations to expand it. They had it for longer than I had been alive at that time, almost 30 years. And she just thought like the worst was behind her. She moved here from Mexico and and I will say she was exceptionally um, stunning and classy and elegant, well-mannered, like this is night and day we're talking about. It's not like, oh, she was a little rough around. No, she taught me, oh my God, she taught me everything. Hairspray your hair this way. Right. You know, th- these are the people you should be traveling with. Ooh, let's order Victoria's Secret or like mommy and daughter, like, It was a very luxe life and she was so happy, I think, to have achieved something so different for me than she grew up with that I remember like we were walking on that property before it was a house. And for whatever reason, that home, man, she loved she hosted everything her entire life in that home. We had halls of mirrors. It was a pretty, it's a pretty great, it's a pretty great house. Uh (laughs) We had our like handprints in the marble etched out in our names. Like this was her whole life. And, and I think that she kept thinking things were going to get better. She would put out the books for my dad to study. And I hold, I hold him completely. He did the best he could. But for her and her experience, I think she was just trying so much working the service jobs, got the mayor of our town involved to save the house, that when it didn't work, um, she, the things that you read about really happen, and it happened to us. She flipped a switch that yes. was like, this is all too much. She wanted a more simple life and the, the right, or wrong rather, it's fine, but the, the right people came into her life at that time to say hey Connie you know that's her name do you want to go camping and she said yeah camping sounds pretty good and that's how it started and um, I know a lot of people have the question of like how does that even you just move show up so it starts with it started with camping and it was near like a lake and I remember um, weeks and weeks kind of going by where like Eventually, the cell phone services were turned off. I got on my aunt's plan. I turned into this like fifty-year-old adult like yeah? during that summer. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And everything else was sort of withering away, including like her cell phone. So I people underestimate the power of a cell phone, right, right. which is so nuts. But she started living off the land. Was the phrase? Mm-hmm. And for the next year or so, she just tried to live off the land. Found a new sort of partner moved in with him for a bit and he had experienced this living off the land culture. And I have a whole perspective that so many people don't ever take into consideration, which is when people open homeless shelters or um, you know, want to get people off the streets, what they what sometimes is overlooked is is half these people might be struggling to find housing. The other half might have retreated from what we consider normal and they actually enjoy slash are thriving, quote-unquote, living this adventure with no strings attached, off the land, and, like, it's just, it's in, to me, it was insane for so long, but we ended up rekindling our true relationship in the sweetest way, which was this public library, where she decided to type my name in to Google, this thing that she found, because she Mm -hmm. didn't know about Google. I mean, 2008, 2009, she was just unaware, and she found... Everything like I was out thinking, oh, maybe I'll inspire a few people. And the crazy part is that (laughs) little did I know that somewhere hours away, like my mother was logging on to discover everything that I was up to. And so from there, combined with my fiance's beautiful efforts, he's like, We've got to figure this out. We really got to reconnect and and the present day. I've seen like we have spent one Christmas where I didn't go down to the community, but we went around the overpass or bridge, as you can imagine, Mm -hmm. um, and allowed her to sort of show us her storage unit that she has. And all of a sudden she goes into the storage unit and there's a damn baby grand piano in there and (laughs) she starts, I mean, it's older very I I mean, it's older and out of tune. That's
0: not what you expect to hear.
1: Right. But she starts playing it like a mini Mozart. And I say, Mom, what are you? Did you know how to play the piano? And it was so simple, but she like looked up and had this little grin and said, Oh yeah, honey, I can drive a forklift now too. And I'm like, okay. And at the end of that day she was like, you know, are you are you ashamed of me? And I'm sorry if this is embarrassing my fiance obviously came and I was like able to just experience on a new level how cool my mom is and what a risk taker she she just said like I was trapped in a business and doing so much for so many I can drive a forklift now. I know how to play the piano. If you ask me to build a wall, because she does work right, too. Right, right, A little bit, like works odd jobs. Right. But, but it's
0: not like I'm punching a time card for the, right. for the same five years. And yeah. I can see my life stretching out before me yeah. like a corridor that I can't escape. Crazy. I'm, and I've know. never
1: actually shared, I mean, I've shared more in depth about that time, but not this that we're talking about. And it's, um, it was sort of recent, like about a year or so ago, that I really got to realize that she... Did something that honestly some some housewives out there are probably considering. I think that's
0: absolutely true. So, I and I think it's it's. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the the also fascinating is like just sort of hearing like wanting to like hearing something like that and going like, "Well, I want to." Uh, is she safe? Yeah. I mean that's a big piece well, of it, right? And that's so, when half you, my concern of my whole some, life, yeah. Yes. But you sort of look at you know the way. Um, the way communities arise and the yeah. way that there will be a little tent city that is, even if it's six tents, even if it's, but it's totally. like, dude, I'll watch your stuff. Like yeah. I'll watch what little you have. You, you look out for me. Like there is still mm-hmm. a sense of, you know, yeah. cooperation and, and, and respect and all that kind of stuff.
1: Totally. Like, you know, we came across a couple of friends, if you will, that day that we were able to connect with. And it's not that there was a magic wand. There's never going to be a magic wand. Right after that, you know, there are still days where it's like, oh, it's so cold. What are you doing? And I like hurt and ache and it all hurts all over. And there's also this weird experience of having to let go of someone who once was. And, you know, when you're going through your life as a woman and as like, I'm getting married this summer, you almost want to be like, hey, where did that person go? And then sometimes there's a clash of frustration with who that person might be now. Um, And it always helps to keep learning. So it's always a process. And, you know, there's not like a, oh, and then I figured out she was fine. And so just...
0: It's funny, because I feel like the people that, there, there may be people that, that relate yeah. to what you're talking about, but, but it's parents whose kids run away.
1: Oh, interesting. Opposed to,
0: you know what I'm saying? Like Because yeah. you kind of, the, the feeling and the concern that you're having about your mom when you, you know, you're sort of functioning yeah. in our culture in a more traditional way. Totally. You know, with a <laughs> yeah. more traditional way of like earning money and having health care and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then here you have your mom out there and you're worrying about her oh, in a God. way that maybe a lot of daughters aren't worrying about their parents. Totally. And, and yet you have still, you know, some woman who's like, well, my daughter ran away. She's yeah. living in the hate, you know, in yes. San Francisco. Like, I don't know if she's being taken. I hope she's taking care of herself. Yeah. There's very little I can do. I can't reach her unless blah, blah, blah. That's
1: the best you know? point. Exactly. We have even probably family members who were a certain way, maybe we're transformed now. And it's just what I've gotten at least is this two sense of choice. Like, Choosing them, right, exactly as they are, exactly as they are not, and it's it's not easy. Like the worst is that you know. And then there was this magic pill that the next morning I totally became okay with everything and stuff. weren't of course not. So it's just such a natural process. But you're right. There's probably a lot of people whose loved ones or children are in a different space than they used to be in, and for. You, your experience is totally shifted, even though it's theirs that change.
0: Absolutely, so. that's a really good way of saying it, actually, because that is—it's that's so, the way everything, <laughs> yeah.
1: how Used that shapes you, even
0: though that's you're not your choice and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, listen, this hour has flown by. Oh I my wanna god, s- yeah. I want to try to squeeze out a quick mash games. So oh my god, let's I'm do it! i down mash. a couple categories, and it truly is only because, like, we will end up doing this for an I hour if we're not love, careful.
1: I love <laughs> that there's like, I—I I don't know. I feel like my childhood life, like ah. everything I wished. To be in my career in first grade has yeah. now come to fruition because we're amazing. playing match. <laughs> this is
0: it does it It makes I love it it. it it makes it so yeah uh, okay I want to start with the category that I'm. these are going to be kind of based on what we talked about uh, cool. and then a couple that will just be like for funsies but um, if you can and rest assured like in an hour you're going to wish you had said something different that's kind of the, yeah, the improvisation that Got is MASH it. so it's like a beautiful torture um, we talked early on about you know what Patrick Stewart said I'm sorry Sir Patrick Stewart Sir uh, and this Hearing idea it. yeah and this idea of being able to live in another person's Shoes. So give me three people. They can be the most famous people in the world. They can be living or dead. They can, so they can be a totally different era. It can be a specific person or a kind of person. Like I want to, you know, mm. live in the shoes of this person who lives in Paris, whatever. Yeah. But three people that you can spend a day in their shoes.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, so Princess Diana. Great. Yeah, totally. I used to want to do that all growing up. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh my gosh, I feel so chic, but it's what's on my mind. Anna Wintour. Right. (laughs) I want to sit front row at every tennis open like she does. (laughs) Um, Gosh, and then honestly, maybe, maybe former President Obama would be cool. Great. Yeah, I would kind of like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: what is your life like? What's your team like? That's yeah. what I would want to know. Yeah,
0: just your regular day. Like, well, get up exactly. now. Your day How do takes you feel place. What the hell does that look like, Your emails. Like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Uh, okay. Next category: three places in the world that you would have a vacation home if getting there were not a pain at all. It's just like it's oh. the same no matter what.
1: Okay. Yeah. So New York. Great. I'm Hawaii. Great. I feel like I'm going so literal, but vacation home, a vacation home. Oh my gosh, all that's coming to mind is Neverland, does that work? Um, no, no,
0: like, like, yes. like, actually, like Peter Pan, like Never- Neverland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh yeah, no, that's my that's whole great. life. I like that you, uh, we crossed over into the <laughs> fantasy, and that makes me actually quite happy. Okay, good. Um, because we will now do three movies that you can step into, and you're not oh. reliving the plot. You're just in that world with those characters.
1: Oh, so plot. literally, that would have already been Peter Pan as the very yeah. first answer. I'm
0: gonna put Peter Pan in there. This is good because that means now you have two chances of okay, getting great. a Peter Pan related uh, outcome.
1: Good because I was literally on that ride 24 hours ago. Oh my god! I Annual pass holder. So don't judge me. Much. Um, it's so special yeah.
0: that for me, I've said this before, but like if I could have a magical room that I opened up and it was just just the flying over the town, yeah, just the twinkling stars all around you and your ship, and you oh look my down, god, you've have you been that? all tiny? Wow you're my soulmate possibly that's all I want I just want that I want that like so I want amazing. that to be my nap room yes. I want it to be like guys I need a, an hour to meditate Absolutely. and then just go in and be in that room
1: oh yeah no my fiance goes and saves our spot first thing when we get it's to the park yeah you're like come on guys he knows exactly what's going on that's great that's um, great okay so great Peter okay. Pan done um definitely middle earth like great. 100% I'm so going we'll put you
0: in a hobbit or a Lord uh, actually Mane, like Rivendale
1: is a good idea okay
0: yeah yeah, probably um, slightly safer yeah some stuff befalls the shire exactly uh, okay peter pan uh river <laughs> riverdale, Please riverdale marry me. Rivendale, great got it
1: um uh and one more world oh my gosh um Ah. Uh, just because i saw it recently whatever world Aquaman takes place in okay great and if that actor jason whoever could holla, if he happens
0: to be a part if he could me. holla at
1: me i would not be <laughs> i would not be uh
0: mad oh <laughs> uh, uh okay great uh next category well let's go there next category this is uh fanc- fanciful fictitious living or dead just a character does not have to even be it could be a character the person played okay a cartoon i don't care three romantic times uh alternate universe partners
1: oh my gosh all due respect to okay significant other Oh yeah, no, yeah right. You're he's like, like <laughs> he's so. Oh my god. Sometimes I'm like, honey, get jealous. He's like, why? Great. Right. <laughs> um, okay, what I like so to hear. right. I guess I would go. Okay, so definitely. Oh my gosh, this is like, okay, so Aragorn for sure. Great. Right. Like from Lord of the Rings. Great. Right. Obviously, I want to be Arwen and just be there. Fantastic. And then, oh my gosh. Okay, let's see. I am not a notebook fan. I am a <laughs> like, I. I, can I just put a bunch of similar so yeah. that I have? Okay, perfect. So I'm gonna go with that, Jason. Whoever, what's his name? Aquaman. Momoa.
0: Jason Momoa. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He could just pick me up and take me places. Yeah. he's biceps. He's a delight. <laughs> he's a delight. Okay, and then and literally the last thing I'm thinking about is which version of Bradley Cooper I want. So mm-hmm, fair. I have no idea. I guess probably dating back to his um. Uh oh man, he's so great in everything. Mommy, just put miscellaneous Bradley Cooper, please. Can you do that? <laughs> We just have Bradley Cooper tonight, today, today, tomorrow. Yes,
0: Exactly. Bradley, you can, In fact, you would be in charge. You'll be like, and today you're going to be ex-Bradley Cooper. Perfect. Uh, okay. Next category, three foods or drinks that in this reality of ours are either too not good for you or ecologically feel guilty about. In this other universe, they're good for you. Whatever it is, it's like oh by the way, brownies you can eat all you want, never get sick, never gain any weight, and no allergies, blah blah blah. So three.
1: Your questions are amazing. (laughs) Oh my god, no. So real life, my my favorite food in this planet on this planet is bread. Great. So bread, any bread, like
0: right there with you.
1: Chocolate, garlic, just give me the bread. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yep. So bread. what else is unhealthy that's like <laughs> sprinkles maybe? Oh, oh my like god, sprinkles, I, cupcakes.
0: Oh, sure. Great. Great, great, great. Yeah.
1: No, sprinkles, cupcakes mm-hmm. for sure. And then, oh man, that's not good for me. <laughs> right? But it's totally healthy in the other world. That's right. I guess bread covers a lot, right? I'm, I'm pleased that you did a good blanket category. Yeah, like the that. blanket great, category of bread. Okay, so I would say... My second favorite, probably, yeah, like ice cream.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great. I
1: am a sweet tooth. Great for sure it comes
0: and goes I don't know what that's about it might be a hormonal thing
1: Uh, I feel like we are moving through this fast so I actually do
0: feel comfortable keeping these categories in I'm glad to say because you're doing great I mean your questions are incredible Uh, I'm I'm thinking about this now (laughs) well let's do the thing I just talked about where I said like if I just had like an extra magical room in the house that led into wherever could be like goes out into a forest could be like a really great personal gym could be a sewing room whatever you want what's your magical room oh my gosh so
1: I okay well I already have the magical room I go there in meditation And it is a 60 story penthouse above Manhattan, but like it's in the clouds. Yes. So you go there, and there's just like one pole above Manhattan. So it takes up like three feet in Manhattan, but on the pole is like a huge penthouse in the clouds. Oh, great. So yeah. Penthouse
0: in the clouds. I love it.
1: Penthouse in the clouds. Fantastic absolutely okay so if I could open another room mm-hmm. okay so I would have I would have a big animal room where nice. I just want big animals that yes. love me whether they're bears or like Ugh. should I say animal cuddle room yes yes great great And they great, don't great. eat me they just no, love me no danger no and they're danger person yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> they protect me oh my god and then oh man I want those two so bad that I don't know what else let's see I could, um, I would probably, oh, okay. Well, I guess this one's a little more emotional, but I'd probably go into a room with my late um grandmother right oh, beautiful and we just relive our whole beautiful. adorable childhood together oh my god I love she's the best that. I love
0: that okay great <laughs> uh okay let's do uh next category let's do alternate universe careers so oh, just something man. that you're like god, I oh. would and it's only the good stuff it's like oh, anything yeah. that you've thought to yourself I would like to do that uh, but oh, that would require blah blah
1: like, I literally already know okay it's a hundred percent it's a I'm gonna be a singer great if great. I could sing I would just like oh my god or a rapper mm-hmm. great. so um like a I musical like, entertainer yeah like a, well yeah. no so like in one in one world oh, okay. I would Lady Gaga it up yes. in another world I would be Drake. okay
0: so hip-hop we'll do singer we'll yeah do hip-hop great
1: rap um and then the last thing is like a freaking like professional well, no 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 I guess I'd be president Okay, great. Yeah, president's good. I,
0: it turns out anybody can be. So don't you worry. <laughs> oh my god. Uh okay, great. Uh, I love you. Um, and then, amen. And then last category, let's do Oh
1: my god. Oh This yes. is amazing. Yeah, 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 you I'm get sorry. it. You get it. I just it. looked up and- Yeah. The yeah, Matterhorn. We be soulmates. Okay. I mean, right there. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay.
0: So we already covered wow. uh, Peter Pan. You, I'm going to give you the chance to do it even one more
1: time. Oh, my God, if yes. If you want
0: to increase your chances. Please, please. Three rides from Disneyland <gasps> that somehow are real. Like, they turn real, whether oh, that's, whatever that God, means yes. to you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it'd be Peter Pan. Great. Right. <laughs> that's number one. <laughs> oh, man. I love Disneyland so much. Okay, so they turn real. Okay, so another one is off. Uh, it's called, have you ever heard of Off the Script? It's not really a ride, Sounds but it's familiar. You go in, it's in California, and every, every Disney movie you've ever seen, it's just huge greens like a dome of clips playing oh yeah 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 off the page yeah oh no not, not, not script off, off the page, page. yeah is Theater. it in california adventure it's amazing you yeah yeah yes. you go left yes yes okay. yes uh, so i would totally have page. that come alive
0: right i wonder that's what? good because you basically wished for more wishes it's exactly. like the genie the genie gives you a wish and exactly. you're like i wish for more wishes now you've all you read things. my mind mm-hmm. exactly very smart
1: um and then let's see what else in fantasy land okay i guess the um I'm just going total princess life in, in this biznatch. So totally fantasy fair. It's yeah. called Fantasy Fair There's, Oh Yeah, fantasy It's fair, a show. Yeah. yeah. So I just took well, I kind of elaborated. One ride, multiple I'm great rooms. With that.
0: I feel that all of these qualify. Side note, <laughs> I think I've I actually have not given this that much thought, but when you said fantasy land, the first thing I thought was Sleeping Beauty's Castle. And then I thought, Ooh. oh, I wish it could be what I thought. Maybe it would be yeah. when I was really little, when you could walk up through it. Totally. I really was thinking like, oh, yeah. this is going to be a castle. I'm almost nervous for how huge and this kind of scary and like amazing and like all the you know.
1: Are we going interiors. to meet her?
0: Yeah, and oh, then yeah. going inside, I'm like,
1: oh, uh, I was in it recently, and I'm like. Real like wait yeah hold on a sec it's a
0: little it's exactly. great exactly you know like the one part where the evil queen yeah Snow White opens the yes curtain? I wish I could like be on the other side of that yeah. and just like be in that room and she were real and oh, just the 100%. whole all of that like ooh, the you, crazy you get part, goosebumps kind expanding.
1: of stuff. they literally well twenty four hours ago had a sheet. Up and the castle drawbridge closed. So stay tuned. They might be expanding the castle for you. They might be expanding it life size so that you could go in and experience your dreams. That'd be great. Okay. All
0: (laughs) right. So uh you know how MASH works. Just right now, you're gonna tell me when to stop after a couple seconds, because that'll give me my kind of eeny meeny miny mode. Okay, perfect. Okay, Okay, so tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. I'm gonna pause this. To the listener, it will seem as if no time is passed. 100%. And I will come back with your 100% guaranteed oh my God. fictitious mash future. This is the
1: best thing I've ever <laughs> This is the best. I hope this is like a fortune telling. Oh, it'll all come true. Oh, this has got to happen. Okay. <laughs> I
0: feel like I just like came
1: into like a doctor's office for the prognosis and like <laughs> prognosis now everything's my all proof,
0: good my
1: full uh, life. life well, you know I like to leave them smiling
0: I like to leave people <laughs> smiling okay so the first thing I want to congratulate you on listen this is all good it's just this all good. So good uh I want to reassure you that of your three different opportunities <gasps> to have access to Peter Neverland oh, or Peter Pan or some version of that Rest assured you have a house right in Neverland. Oh. And that's my your vacation God. home. Yeah, baby. So you can spend as much time there as you want and you have your own little house, oh. which I think is kind of great. Cause that's not the same as jumping into a movie. Like in this, you set you have your you build your own little house. Yeah, baby. So it's Neverland's all you the inside landscape. there. Yeah. Okay, got it. Uh you are uh in in this reality, uh, the one that we're in now, I want you to know that you have a Uh, a special room in your your uh, la house of course you also have your vacation home but you (laughs) might but you can go in and hang out with your grandma oh my god whenever you want oh wow uh, and that uh, no. might eat up a little bit of uh, the time of you being president, but somehow you're able to do all of these things, even though you're busy being presidential Am I
1: president. Part of the time. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing!
0: Yeah, this is the best life ever. Yeah, and when you're and when you're when you're kind of, like you're chilling on being president, you're kind of like, mm, you know, I, I just want to. S- what is it like to be another important figure in, in history and in culture, but maybe not uh, American? You can uh, oh step into Princess Diana's shoes. Yeah,
1: baby, I'm late. Hopefully lazy not guy. On that one. I'm pre-crash. Day. You're Thank pre-
0: you. <laughs> is <This laughs> post-crash. I'd be like, this is very dark.
1: Uh, is <laughs> rest assured,
0: it is pre-crash. So you can also experience the world uh, as Princess Diana for a day, which Thank might God. actually help inform your world as a president. Right. I understand yeah, uh, there's things just the UK level just of does stuff, better. right? <laughs> um, you can also jump into and experience the real-life world of the Fantasy Fair. <gasps> yeah, baby. Which is very magical. Oh, I'm excited. In and of itself. You can <sighs> jump into the underwater realm of Aquaman. Oh, baby. Uh, But I have to tell you that while you did not end up with Jason Momoa, probably because you already have access to Aquaman. Yeah,
1: so he's my side chick. Exactly.
0: (laughs) You you are experiencing all of this with Aragorn, which makes me happy because one assumes you can also go Too to middle to yeah oh so yeah I feel baby. like you've kind of gotten it all somehow this is a woman who's gotten it all i knew
1: learning elvish in eighth grade would pay off at yeah. some point yeah
0: yeah and and while all of this is happening wherever <laughs> you are know that you can have unlimited amounts of ice cream with oh. zero negative ramifications <laughs> yeah baby. that covers a lot of flavors oh my god and that Erica, is your
1: MASH future? Mic drop. And I honestly feel that we should incorporate MASH into like our therapeutic like exercises this is amazing i feel please feel free like i, I won the lottery yeah it's
0: a it's a it's a damn good feeling will you please tell people where they can find you and what they should know about we talked a little, we yeah. talked around passionistas a lot yeah, uh, yeah. obviously that's your book but uh, anything it. else you want people to know about where they can find you and um stuff
1: like yeah totally so uh myself i'm at ericadelacruz.com you can follow along at that's erica with a k erica with a k right. e-r-i-k-a Dela Cruz. Um, And then online, it's just uh, on Instagram at underscore Erica Delacruz. I do a lot of life casting, so... Um, Lifecasting is this new term where you just broadcast your life, and I read the definition. I'm like, that's me. So just, <laughs> now you know. You yeah. No, you know I know. Um, so yeah, so vlogs are officially out on YouTube as well. It's just okay. Erica De Cruz, and Great. then passion2paycheck.com for all the business. Stuff. Passion2paycheck.com. That's passion2paycheck.
0: Is that's that's a spot Thank on. Thank you. Yeah, very, it's very catchy and and, and <laughs> apt. Uh, all right. Uh, this has been a pleasure and a joy, girl. Been and I will talk to you you wonderfuls next time on the podcast The show is recorded by me and edited by julian burrell and as always the jv club theme song is back before we were brittle by the amazing say hi